looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Looking for good ideas for life, you are far from good hands. If you think the listener is always right, you are far from the right place. Hosted by a Northeasterner by birth, a rebel by choice. If you want a host that floats between love and madness, then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Mmm, I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm -mm Mmm-mm-mm. Don't mess with me, I'm one crazy mofo. This brand is truly exciting and so glad that they are starting to make a positive impact. Little Bean Soapery is a woman-owned small business based in Northeast Pennsylvania. Little Bean Soapery does so much as all products are handcrafted and offer many different things for both men and women. Soaps, scrubs, body butters, bath bombs, solid cologne and much more. Little Bean Soapery also does things for special occasions such as birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day and special seasonal gift sets. But also let's not forget large orders for party favours by request. The great things about all products is that they are crafted to be nourishing on the skin. If you wish to check them out please feel free to visit littlebeansoapery.com. Any questions, please feel free to also email littlebeansoapery at gmail.com for custom inquiries and or ask anything else you wish. Tell them that Elena from Crazy Train Radio sends you. My name is Lucy Bullock. I am an original pop rock, country pop Americana artist from Chicago, Illinois, and this is Crazy Train Radio. Hey folks, it's your least favorite host in a podcast world, Croc. 
Jonathan Steele. And I'm Elena, your favorite host from the Emerald Isles. Boy, do we have a good one for you today. All right, folks, this next guest is a very charismatic 17-year-old independent singer and people who listen understand the love we have for independent artists but she is a singer songwriter born and raised in buffalo grove illinois and that's why you hear the musical bed you do referencing good old chicago and the blues brothers sorry it's a favorite of mine listen how can you not? You're from the sub- northwest suburbs of Chicago. Absolutely. I you have to. Yeah. She is a senior in high school, which makes her talent that much more impressive. Because I know as a senior in high school, I wasn't this put together. But her new single, Nothing in Life, was just released back on July 20th and is available on all streaming platforms and digital retailers. I will put it this way. She also, the same weekend we'll get into it, debuted the song at the world-famous Bluebird Cafe. Lucy Bollock, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I can't complain. Nobody listens anyway. So, (laughs) at least to my complaints anyway. But it is what it is. So, let's start off there. The new single, Nothing in Life. Now... The thing I heard, and we know everything on the internet is true. Absolutely. <laughs> but that this call, or I should say not this call, but this song, the idea, the germ of an idea actually started with a phone call on FaceTime with a friend. So what's the story behind this? Yeah, it did. So this song, it, it was, in, so I'm in a cover band uh, here at home in Chicago. Uh, I'm in a pop rock cover band called Six on Friday. We play a bunch in the Chicagoland area. We're a cover band. So I was on a FaceTime call with one of the guitar players in the group during the pandemic. And we were reminiscing over, you know, having three plus gigs every weekend and getting to play live in front of people and just how magical of an experience that really is. And that's where Nothing in Life is born. Nothing in Life is kind of like my love letter to live music. It's about the fact that there really isn't anything like it. And yet it's such a, there's a, one of these just like it. And I mean, this in a good way. And she could see what I'm doing as far as on video, but there's just such a, high and i mean that in a good way when you have a live performance or live entertainment or both for the talent and or the fans themselves and i was going to bring that up the band but i was going to bring that up with being a part of the band which this cover band you've been a part of since you were 12 correct yeah 12 12 years old which is even more impressive because like i said let alone as a senior in high school, I wasn't that well together, but especially at 12 years old, you know, when so much is going on at that stage. But I brought up about the playing at the world famous Bluebird Cafe, because I should mention, yes, she was born in the Chicago area, but she does spend her time or split her time, I should say, between Chicago and Nashville. 
So what was it like being able to play at that Bluebird Cafe? It was incredible. I mean, you hear, so I, yes, I do split my time between Chicago and Nashville, but as of right now, um, I haven't been able to go super frequently, um, especially now since the school year has started and everything is starting to pick up again. So I was very fortunate uh, that I was able to spend two weeks over the summer down in Nashville. So the first week I was actually down there recording my second EP. And the second week and a little bit of that first week was when I was doing some live performing. So that was the writer's rounds and the open mics. And then that was when I was eventually able to go and play at the Bluebird. And you just hear from friends and family, you know, when I announced and told them either on social media or separately through a text message or a phone call that I was playing at the Bluebird. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, you're playing at the Bluebird. So it just has this insane reputation. And there's so much that goes into just like playing at the Bluebird, like that carries so much weight. So mm -hmm. the fact that I'm able to say that it's, it's incredible. It's really, really cool. And the story I always like to reference with the Bluebird, and I'm not just talking out my wazoo when I say this, but there was a little song folks may have heard of that was originally heard called The Dance performed yeah. at that place. I don't know if anybody's heard that song. I think most people have. So some guy named Garth heard it at the Bluebird and that's a whole nother story I don't want to get into right now. Look it up, folks. But you mentioned you are working on your second EP. But I want to go back and mention So Much to Know, which yeah. nothing in life is the second single off that four song EP. Yep. So how would you describe So Much to Know? Because the way I took it was that it gives a candid look into your heart and soul through a musical journey. So how would you describe it? Yeah, I mean, I, I would describe it in a very similar fashion. Uh, I think that the four songs on So Much To Know are so musically different and kind of how it's been described by myself, by my family, by the people that I worked with in production to make it possible and bring it to life is that each song oh. is distinctly its own and they are very, very distinct songs. I mean, they all kind of fit in this sort of like going in between pop rock, country pop, Americana, singer songwriter sort of genres, but they all have a quality to them that is me. I mean, they are undeniably my own and my style. And that's what's super cool about So Much To Know is although the songs are very different from each other, they all are they all kind of come together in this package that is the it's it's wrapped up very nicely and i don't like to blow smoke but i'll put it this way from things i've heard and i would say at least from your original songs because i've seen some of your cover songs on your youtube channel which we'll share but with your songs that you've been involved with that are original i would say shows so much depth as you as a person again that is just beyond your years and i mean this respectfully you're only 17 but you would think you have the experience of a 30 35 year old it's like holy cow she's got so much depth thank you and 
no pressure because I didn't see one way or the other in the email exchange setting this up. But I do happen to see an iBenz sit next to you. Uh, would you be possibly in the mood to doing something or? Absolutely. Yeah. What are we uh, thinking? Are we thinking nothing, nothing in life or? Sure. I can do you'll find out. I can do nothing in life. I can, I can do whatever. Honestly, I, I'm- well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we, since we've been talking about, why don't we go nothing in life since it's the new single we're talking about? Sounds perfect. Uh, give me one second. Do what you got to do. And she's back, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Had to grab the cable real quick. Oh, no, all good. There's so much like music stuff sitting around here. <laughs> Oh, you should see the rest of the other side of this room over here, resetting everything up for cameras. And I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's nothing in life. You know as well as I 
folks couldn't tell with what they just heard there which we will have links like i said to everything lucy but you could definitely hear some of your influences that i read and would agree about such as you know kelly clarkson and casey musgrews and you know just kelsey ballerini you know you could hear these different elements for those who really truly listen to music because i always say it's one thing to listen to music, but do you really listen? Yeah. And I reference when I say that wonderful tonight with Eric Clapton, because I do a couple instruments myself. It's or to go with a sports reference, the game within the game. Do you really see the little nuances? And definitely I see the nuances with you from a musical standpoint. Thank you. Yeah, I mean even just besides, you know, the ones I normally list as Sarah Bareilles and Tori Kelly and Kelly Clarkson, I've been doing so many different musical things since forever. I mean, between choral work and guitar and piano and voice and musical theater, I've I have so many influences coming from so many different places that all kind of feed into my own style, which is really cool. Yeah, but you see the nuances, but you definitely have your own style. But I was going to ask, because you just bring it up there, the musical theater. Would the musical theater background help really provide a foundation for your confidence and stage presence, not only for your solo stuff, but doing this six on Friday? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I performed on stage with musical theater since I was six. And you just, you get into a routine, you get comfortable, you get very used to the sound of an audience and you get used to performing in front of a lot of people and it it honestly it just becomes second nature i love being on stage it's one of the most comfortable places in the world for me well that's good and it's funny and i want to get your take on that because as soon as you said that i started thinking about something that another independent artist dallas remington said to me recently and i had her on as a guest but ended up having her come on and co-host when we had phil vassar back on if you're familiar with phil i guess about a month ago at this point but she said doing virtual what they both said i should say but dallas brought this up in terms of not being on stage and doing virtual stuff this past year and a half say have you done anything like that and what do you think of doing the virtual stuff yeah, I've, I've done a couple of virtual concerts and things on my own. It's it's weird. I mean, it's definitely very, very different. Just 
dealing with the technology that goes into it. I mean, even, you know, just setting up my audio interface just now with the mic and my guitar for the interview, that was something that I had to learn how to do with virtual concerts, not really being live. I think probably the hardest part is not getting that feedback from the audience until the very end of that song. When you're in person, you can see them smiling and have people clap along. You can really feel the energy of the audience and it's really difficult to feel that energy or get any get anything that's close to it when you're on a virtual platform. There's no semblance of it at all. Exactly. And the reason I brought up Dallas when we were getting on this topic was she would she was joking saying, because her mom lives with her in Nashville. She goes, mm -hmm. Mom. I don't when I'm doing a virtual concert, sit right there in the kitchen. I need you to applaud. I need some sort of immediate response besides the virtual. So that was a mouthful. But are you would you say first generation musical entertainer in your family? Because or do you have like your parents involved musically in, or in theater or anything like that? So my my mom did band in high school. She was a violinist, but I think especially from my immediate family, I'm I'm a musician for sure. My dad is not very musical. My sister used to be musical, but we always joke she's the jock and I'm the musician, and that's the perfect balance that we have. My sister's a volleyball player, so I. And um, yeah, I, I definitely provide the musical entertainment for my household for sure. And something to this degree, I mean, frankly, just being able to record and produce my own songs and being a songwriter and stuff like that. Um, I, I don't have things like that in my family. So I'm, I'm very unique from that standpoint. Yeah, you were the unique child in a good way that you were that different egg, which is a good thing for sure. But I'm assuming mom and dad are very supportive of this outlet that you are, are trying to pursue professionally. Insanely involved, insanely supported. Um, my dad, we always say he's like, he's Superman when it comes to networking and pushing everything for me. He is, he's fantastic at it. Um, every time we're at any live venue, whether it's a restaurant or a bar or someplace, he's always looking for places for me to play, always looking for live music, which is what you got to do, right? I mean, you're you're paying your dues, you're making your ways and playing for anybody that you can. And uh, my mom, I mean, also insanely supportive. I'm very lucky to have two very supportive parents when it comes to all of this. Actually, this past time when I was in Nashville, it was originally my dad and I that just flew down there because like I said, my sister's a volleyball player. So she's been doing volleyball camps the entire summer. But actually once my mom heard when we gave her the phone call that I was gonna be playing at the Bluebird, she hopped on a flight <laughs> that morning and came down uh, to go meet us in Nashville and watch me at the Bluebird. So needless to say, I have two very supportive parents and just a supportive family in general. My sister's wonderful, my extended family's wonderful. I've got a lot of support coming for me. Yeah. And with that answer there, I appreciate the hustle that it takes to, like you said, dad's trying to always network and just everybody being there. And, but it's, yeah. and I think you can testify to this, but it's such a learning process, especially like oh, yeah. you said, you being a first generation, trying to be professional musician that 
you don't have all these contacts where like say and we were talking like i mentioned to phil vassar recently a couple weeks ago and his daughter's you know becoming a professional musician herself where she has a different aspect of where she grew up in nashville and right. knew dad's yeah. friends and where <laughs> you guys are learning that hustle and i mean that in a good way who's the right people to talk to who what do we avoid you know just all the little nuances i said earlier no, to go into i mean it's just funny and how things lyrically with what i wrote worked out to what we ended up naming the ep i mean that was a big reason why we went with the name so much to know for the ep it's recognizing the fact that where i'm starting i'm very happy with how i'm starting out i'm very blessed to have had these four great songs produced and to have written them and really workshopped them with some amazing people over the past couple of months and brought them into full production and releasing them to the public. But I recognize that there is so much to know, so much more to know about it all of this in the industry. It, it fits. It's very, very fitting. And as you mentioned about producing, definitely got to say uh, great job on his end, Mr. Doug Khan, you know, and wonderful producer out of, the Nashville area, wonderful work with helping Lucy get this stuff together. But before we wrap up, if I can ask, can we yeah. do You'll Find Out as well? Yeah, absolutely. Right on. So this is You'll Find Out. All right, here it is. First single, You'll Find Out. <laughs> Bye. 
before I let you go yeah do you I know I know things are been crazy with the corona and possibly this resurgent delta and you know smarter people than myself are figuring this stuff out day to day but currently do you have any shows tentatively scheduled um all the ones that I do have scheduled you can find on my website. So that's probably the easiest thing to do. Uh go to lucybullock.com. All of my social media is linked there. All of my show dates are on there and all of the links to the songs that are out to the public are on there so you can go and listen to my stuff there too. Exactly my point. And if you go there and listen and like what you hear or you like what you heard here, please and I respectfully ask that you support Lucy and the other independent artists we have because your support means the world to these artists. And then, unfortunately, the business side, the algorithms and stuff, again, I don't understand, but Crazy the, su the support that you guys show to these artists like Lucy mean the world. So... We have links for the website and Lucy Bulk of Music on Facebook, which we had liked and everything else. Go check it out. Supporter. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey there, Friday fans. We know how much you enjoy the movies. Enjoy grabbing your Friday merchandise and interacting with the Friday family, whether it be at conventions or during our particular watch-alongs. Well, when you're looking to get yourself masks, why not check out our friends over at Camp Blood Customs out of New York State and order your specific custom mask from any of the films. All orders are made specifically 
your needs and wants are. Make sure you find Camp Blood Customs on Facebook, Instagram, and all over social media and order yours today. Hey, this is Tiffany, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio. 